Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by The Paw Pack. Well, hello, happy Monday. Hello in Radio Land. It's Dave the Dogman. Dogman Dave or Dave the Dogman? I'll answer to both. Those are my nicknames. Do you guys have a nickname? Not everyone has a nickname. Pat, do you have a nickname, Producer Pat? Nah. No nickname. Eh? No nickname. Well, you know, Pat, we've talked about this before. There is that one breed of dog that exists out there that has by far, I would say, the coolest nickname on planet Earth. And this is a miniature dachshund, and their nickname is the Wiener Dog. <laughs> hey? And that's because they're long like a wiener, right? I don't think they act like a wiener personality-wise, but you can't get a cooler nickname for a dog other than a wiener dog. We're going to talk about wiener dogs. We're going to talk about the wiener dog races coming to the Fort Erie horse racing track. Just thought I'd put the word horse racing track because the dogs are going to race once again on the uh, the track in Fort Erie. Uh, same track the horses race on. It is a blast. The wiener dog races are coming to Fort Erie this summer again for the second year in a row. So we're going to have a lot of fun chatting about that. And we're going to talk about dog food. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Nutrum uh, Pet Food, which is the brand that I am currently feeding my chihuahua named Hannah Banana and my Labrador Retriever named Miley Moo. Heather McKay will join us from Nutrum. She's the brand manager, so we'll uh, shoot the breeze all about the Nutrum pet food and the different formulas, and she'll answer some questions. So that'll be fun, but uh, Helen Vanek is going to join us in a moment. Helen is a professional horse jockey, right? And uh, she gets on top of this horse and pretty much tells it what to do. (laughs) She's also the boss of her little dog. She has a little dog named Leonard. Leonard is a miniature dachshund. Some will pronounce it Dash Hound. Uh, Leonard is a wiener dog. <laughs> That's right, Leonard. Perfect name for him. Uh, and we're going to talk about the uh, the wiener dog races coming to the Fort Erie Racetrack. Helen Vanek, are you there? Yeah, right here, Dave. You're right there. Presto. <laughs> How's it going? Going great. How about yourself? What time did your flight come in at? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our studio. (laughs) We're glad you could join us again. It's that time of year for the uh, Fort Erie racetrack to have the Wiener Dog races. Absolutely. Everybody, actually, everybody in in the town of Fort Erie and everybody I speak to is uh, all pumped up. I mean, they had a great time last year and they can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Now, were you the instigator for this? Did you kind of get the ball moving? Um, how did it really become to to uh, say, all right, we're going to do wiener dog races at the Fort Erie Racetrack? Talk about how this all got started. Well, actually, uh, another jockey that rides at Fort Erie named Melanie Pinto, she, had, she has an elderly wiener dog named Joey. And I met Joey. And after meeting him, he was such a cool little dog that uh, I needed a companion for my older dog, Sheldon. (laughs) 
and uh, I decided I couldn't have two large dogs. So I, I, I love little Joey, and I had to get a wiener dog. Therefore, Leonard, the short one, uh, came into my life. Yeah. Now, uh, Leonard has been to me for training. Let's let's talk about him a little bit, and then we'll get into more of the details of the uh, the uh, the wiener dog races at the Fort Erie Racetrack, because we really want the audience to consider coming out watching these races. It's hilarious, and it's a lot of fun, <laughs> you know. And it's all humane, you know, so you don't have to worry about that. It's all it's all safe, and uh, <laughs> the dogs are having fun doing it. So, uh, Leonard, like for those that don't know, can you give uh, Leonard's weight and his age? Leonard will be two years old, yeah, and he's about eleven pounds. Now that is the the um, kind of the the weight standard for a male miniature dachshund. Would you say? Yes, I do believe so. Yeah, yeah, because he is fit, fit as a fiddle. <laughs> because yeah. I see a lot of these miniature dachshunds come for training, and their tummies hanging on the ground. They're having <laughs> They're a hard young. time walking. <laughs> Well, they're so cute, and they have such funny little comical personalities that they they tend to um, bribe you into giving them extra treats and extra food. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So they've got the floppy ears. Uh, <laughs> typically, uh, their tan in color seems to be the most popular color. Yep, yeah. Yeah, you do see some black ones, too. Yeah, black and tan and red. They seem to be the most popular. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a white one? Only, only on uh, online, actually. Yeah, somebody told me they had a white one that they're going to bring to me for training. Uh, his training. So with me, you've brought him to me specifically for obedience training and for scent detection. Yeah, uh, he did. He did well in the obedience training, and then I thought we'd do something for fun because he likes to work. And we did the scent detection, and we were doing marijuana, and he did great. Nobody could believe it. It was great. It was fun. Now, careful how you put that. We were doing marijuana. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Leonard, what you mean. Leonard was doing the marijuana yeah, yeah. detection. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He was finding the pot, wasn't he? He was doing great, and he, he loves to work. He I loves would, to have a job. He does. I would give you a homework assignment, and uh, you would actually go home and practice every day the way you're supposed to when you're taking lessons from a trainer, right? Yep. And you'd go home, and you'd uh, do the homework, and you'd come back the following week, and he would get a whiff uh, of that marijuana, and he would sit immediately, and then you would <laughs> give him the toy. Yeah. he's. Uh, I Honestly, I've never had a little dog until Leonard. I've had... Uh, Weimaraners my whole life. And uh, he's a brilliant little dog. It's amazing. Do you think the breed is underestimated by some that don't understand? Oh, absolutely. They're highly intelligent. And they, they, they figure out very quickly how to manipulate a human. <laughs> they, they certainly do. And he's got a great personality. Very, very comical dogs, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I believe a lot of them are. I, I think that's a trait of the breed. Now, is he intact or is he neutered? No, he's neutered. Yeah, he's neutered. Yeah, what what age did you neuter him? Uh, Do you remember? Quite early, about eight months old. Yeah, and did you find it helped him a little bit? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, did you find he was quite a horn dog before he was uh, neutered? He wasn't too bad. Um, either Weimaraner was, but he wasn't too bad. But I, I just chose to do it. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of spaying and neutering uh, pet dogs because I believe it will help them, you know, immensely. Yeah. Yeah, and they tend to focus and pay attention more. So, uh, what else does Leonard like to do? This little wiener dog named Leonard. What else does he like to do? He does the obedience. <laughs> he does the detection. He really loves it. 
the detection. And uh, we're going to finish, you know, finish our training with you this fall. Excellent. Um, he, 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 honestly, he enjoys training. He enjoys doing anything you want to do with him. He just loves the attention. It's summertime. How about swimming? Does he like the water? I actually have a membership to a, a beautiful park close by to my home, and it's a, co- a rock quarry, and the water is beautiful, crystal clear and warm, <laughs> and he swims. He's not a great swimmer. He has to wear a life jacket, yes. but he does enjoy it. Now, what is the length of his of his little legs? Like, have you actually measured them, or do you have you memorized like the breed standard of it? Like, what is it? How many inches or centimeters? I don't know. They've got to be about five inches. They're very, they're very short. Very, very short little legs. So there yeah. he's, he's going to he's going to do a little bit of swimming. Have you have you had him in like so far? Or you say you've got oh, the yeah. membership, so you're going oh, yeah. regularly with him. Oh yeah, I take him um, even as a puppy. I took him right away when I got him when he was eight weeks Expose old. Expose him young, good. Absolutely, I had a little tiny life jacket on him to give him confidence. And uh, and he he'll go in and swim, not a lot, not as much as the big dog, but he does enjoy it, and it's it's so cute to watch, actually, it's a cute little wiener dog. <laughs> and you decided that you want to race him. You raced Leonard in the wiener dog races last year at the Fort Erie Racetrack, and how did he do? Well, Leonard didn't do so well. <laughs> <laughs> do tell, do tell. He he kind of couldn't find me for all the people. He got a little um, sidetracked looking at all the crowd and everybody around. But yes. you know what? Leonard's going to make a comeback this year. I think he's going to do much better. A good redemption there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to take a short little break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Helen Vanek. Helen is a professional horse jockey, and she's the proud owner of a wiener dog named Leonard. And Helen is going to tell us all about the wiener dog race is coming to the Fort Erie racetrack this summer. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Stick around. We'll be right back. Round, round, get around. I get around. Yeah, get around. Round, round, I get around. I get around. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Well, here we go. Dog Talk again every Monday night, 7.05 p.m. till 8 p.m. If you ever miss a show, don't you worry. Don't stress. You can always check out the podcast. Go to the radio station's website, 610cktb.com, and you can uh, listen to past episodes of the Dog Talk radio show with me, Dave the Dog Man. And uh, that way you can stay up to date on all the stuff pertaining to dogs within our universe, <laughs> or at least within the Niagara region. I'm on the phone with uh, Helen Vanek. She's professional horse jockey, proud owner of a wiener dog named Leonard. And uh, Leonard raced last year uh, in Fort Erie at the Fort Erie racetrack with all the other wiener dogs. He's racing again this year. Helen, welcome back to Dog Talk. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what we haven't talked about is how many dogs raced last year? Do you know approximately? Yeah, last year we had approximately 72. 72 wiener dogs racing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so this year, do you know what the entry is so far? Yeah, we are actually having 82. (laughs) Wow. eh? So it's catching on. It's catching on bit by bit. It's important that we mention, Helen, to the listeners that the motivation for the dogs to race is really that they are coming to their owners for positivity, for positive reinforcement, for praise, verbal praise, physical praise. Some people were using a uh, 
a ball reward, toy reward. Some people were using a treat reward. Uh, what kind of reward are you using uh, with Leonard when he races? Uh, actually, they, they don't allow us to use treats, so the dogs don't keep fighting over the treats. So everybody brings their dog's favorite squeaky toy. Squeak or, toy. Yeah, yeah. usually it's a squeaky toy of some kind or a ball or something. And uh, that's what the owner will uh, lure, the, lure their little dog to the finish line with, their now, favorite toy. Now, he, is he a squeak toy guy? He likes that? Yeah, yeah. Leonard likes his squeaky toys. Yeah. And he likes everything. He's kind of a, a get-along kind of guy. Playful guy. Yeah. yeah. So that's important. So the dogs are, are having fun doing this. Have you had any sort of uh, a bad press or negativity or people being concerned about racing dogs? Or once they hear <laughs> that it's a wiener dog race, is it kind of like a comedic feel right away? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess so, eh? <laughs> They're not very fast. They, oh, some of them are, don't get me wrong, but most of them are a little overweight, and they're just happy little kids running around. They're like little toddlers. They're having a great time running to their owners, and some of them start playing. They run all over the place. They're just having a blast. They are. It was an absolute blast last year. <laughs> I was really happy to, uh, to be involved myself. Last year, I was uh, presenting the awards to the winners, and this year I will also be presenting the uh, trophies to all of the winners, and I look forward to uh, to the wiener dog races and, and being able to present the trophies to the winners. Uh, can you tell the listeners the uh, the date, the time of the race? And, of sure. course, we know it's the Fort Erie Racetrack. Yeah, it's at the Fort Erie Racetrack, and it's on August 11th, and that'll be a Sunday, and the horse races will be starting at one twenty. And uh, approximately they'll finish up about 20 after 4. So the wiener dog races won't start till about 4.30. Yeah. Now, how many spectators would you say were in attendance last year? I mean, I looked in the grandstands, and it looked pretty full to me. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't tell you. I mean, there were thousands, thousands and, thousands and thousands of people there. Uh, the parking lot was jam-packed. And, I mean, it was, I honestly can't even, can't even imagine how many people were there. It's very well-received. Oh, it, it was a blast, and everybody, I mean, that's all I talk, all people talk about. <laughs> you know what I got a real kick out of last year is that you had Johnsonville Sausages <laughs> on location. They set up their booth, and they were giving away the complimentary sausages. Now, this year, I understand you're going to have some food trucks? Yep, they're going to have food trucks. There's a lot of vendors for the farmer's market that will be there as well. And uh, I think it's it's going to be a hit again. Everybody's all excited. Yeah. So once again, the date and time for the Wiener Dog Races, Helen, please. It'll be at Fort Erie Racetrack on August 11th, and it's a Sunday with the farmer's market going, and they will start at approximately 4.30. Yeah, that'll be perfect. And how long would you think it would go to? Uh, probably about six, I would think. Yeah. 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 Count on people should carve out at least a couple of hours, right? By the time uh, it wraps up. Yeah. And what about the admission? There's no admission charges. Everybody, anybody can come right on in and watch the wiener dogs run and uh, and have a great time. The food trucks, the farmer's market, uh, it's just a blast for, for families especially. Yeah, so free admission, free entertainment, and uh, if you love dogs, it's absolutely uh, hilarious to watch these little dogs compete. Oh, I remember I'm... last last year, a couple of them ran off, kind of went out and left field there. <laughs> oh, they were having a blast. They were playing with each other. <laughs> they thought they were at the dog park, some of them. <laughs> now, last year, they were released from the actual gate, like it seemed like, right from... 
from from the gate. Are they doing something similar like that this year? And how yeah. long? And the other thing is, somebody wanted me to ask you. Well, I couldn't remember how long is the distance. Oh shoot! I Do you remember approximately? I did. Oh, I. It's not. Remember. It's not really, really important. Just I couldn't remember. <laughs> So it was like maybe twenty five yards or something. It wasn't very far. Yeah, it was fairly reasonable. Yeah, it's not. It's not like they were uh, burnt out and exhausted afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh, not at all. We spent more time trying to round them up because they were playing and having a great time than than anything. <laughs> Important to understand that these wiener dogs that are racing are family pets and they belong to their owners, and they are being raced by their owners. And the dogs love every minute of it. Absolutely, it's just a party for the little dogs. It's like going to the dog park and just having a lot of fun. Helen, thanks for joining us on Dog Talk, and I look forward to seeing you back in my classroom real soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Dave. Okay, you have a good one, and we'll see you at the races. You got it. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Helen Vanek, professional horse jockey and a proud owner of a miniature dachshund named Leonard and the wiener dog is the nickname for the miniature dachshund. Oh, yeah, just a little dog going fast with short little legs. Always time to give away stuff on the show, no matter how much we talk. We always have time to give away stuff on the show. Giving away stuff makes us feel good. This is your chance to win a $25 gift card to my favorite breakfast joint in the city of Niagara Falls, Sunset Grill. So they've got the $25 gift card here, and they have, along with it, a big, beautiful basket. In the basket contains coffee that you can perk, uh, some beautiful mugs, and a few other goodies. I can't see everything through the cellphane here, but there's a few goodies in there. So you get the big a gift basket, the $25 gift card to Sunset Grill. And that is the prize for our first contest that we're going to kick off here. And again, this is compliments of the Sunset Grill on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. Okay, so here is your skill testing question or dog trivia, if you like to call it that. Uh, what do bloodhounds have a special reputation for? What do bloodhounds have a special reputation for and no it's not racing and competing with the miniature dachshunds the wiener dogs no what do bloodhounds have a special reputation for call now 905-688-2582 that's 905-688-2582 and i'll give you a hint uh, what do bloodhounds have a special reputation for? Uh, the uh, answer starts with the letter T. That's right, T. Call now, 905-688-2582. We'll be back with more dog talk right after this. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. Call 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-CKTB and pound 610. This segment brought to you by The Paw Pack. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. The only radio talk show in Canada that is 100% dedicated to dogs and to the people that own them. Did you hear that, Suki? (laughs) That's right. We're in the midst of a contest. That's right. We're always giving away something. 
We're giving away the $25 gift card to Sunset Grill, my favorite breakfast joint, specifically the one on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. That is my favorite one to go to. There's all different Sunset Grills. And, you know, it's supposed to be consistent at all the different places. Of course, right? You expect that. But my personal favorite is the one on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. And they've been so nice to give a $25 gift card for our contest, along with the gift basket filled with coffee, mugs, and all kinds of little treats. And all you got to do is answer the question correctly. What do bloodhounds have a special reputation for? No one said these questions would be hard. <laughs> Let's go to Sean in the city of Niagara Falls. Good evening, Sean. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Welcome to Dog Talk. Hi, Dave. How are you? Doing good, Sean. Are you a first-time listener, first-time caller? What's the story with you? I listen to you all the time. Okay, that's right. Yes, I do recognize your voice, Sean. (laughs) You've called in before, yes. I have, yeah. That's it. Good, good, man. Well, you got good taste in uh, radio talk shows, so that's good. That's right. And I think you you might even have the answer. Uh, Go ahead and take a stab at it, Sean. They are known for tracking. You got it, Sean. Thank you uh, for uh, calling in and uh, for listening, being a dedicated listener. Thank you for that. And uh, that's great. I'm so glad that uh, you were able to answer the not-so-difficult question. That's right. Tracking is their forte. That's what the bloodhounds love to do. They love to track. That is their forte for sure. Stay on the line, Sean, because our producer, Patrick, will explain how you will receive the $25 gift card to Sunset Grill and, of course, the... uh, Two mugs, coffee, and all the goodies. All right, this is the uh, the radio talk show that pays to listen for sure. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Have a good night. Thanks a lot, eh? You Take too. it easy, man. Ciao. Peace. Later. <laughs> That's good. So you know, like when it comes to dog food, it can be really, really confusing for people. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there's just so many different brands of foods out there. Some people are feeding raw food. A lot of folks are cooking for their dogs nowadays. That's right. They're cooking for their dogs exclusively, which is a completely different avenue than going raw. A lot of people are using commercial brand dog kibble. That's what I'm doing. I'm going with a commercial brand dog kibble. And uh, the brand that I'm going with is Nutrum. I'm going with Nutrum Pet food. N-U-T-R-A-M. I am feeding my chihuahua named Hannah Banana and my Labrador Retriever named Miley Moo. I'm feeding them both the Nutrum product of dog kibble in a bag. They have shiny coats. They have uh, a healthy sort of, uh, you know, physique on them. I mean, they are not spring chickens, right? They are older dogs, uh, but they, they're they doing really good. They're having excellent bowel movements. You know, it's important that you keep an eye on your dog's bowel movements, just like we should keep an eye on our bowel movements as well, because if something don't look right, you might want to change the diet, right? So I always check the dog's bowel movements to make sure there's no mucus there. I mean, I don't sift through it, you know, like with a, a spoon or something like that, or pick through it with a, a popsicle stick. But I, I just k- take a glance at it and make sure it's doing good. Of course, I have to scoop the poop when I'm out for a walk. 
And I have the kind of dogs that will defecate out on the walk. Some will only poop at home. And my dogs are not, they're not pooping a lot. Like they're, they're doing well. But some dogs, you know, you feed them a certain brand of kibble. I'm not here to bash any particular brands of kibble. But some of these uh, dog foods, you feed the dogs. I mean, they're defecating. Should I say pooped, pooping or defecating? Pooping. Some of these dogs are pooping like 10 times a day. That's way too many times to poop. We might want to examine the ingredients maybe a little bit better in the brand of food that we're using. But as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm feeding the Nutrim to, uh, to my Chihuahua, my lab. They're doing very good on it. Uh, and I recommend Nutrim uh, pet food to all of my dog obedience clients that attend the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. And uh, many people have given me their feedback, telling me that their dogs are doing really good on the Nutrim brand food. So to tell us more about the Nutrim and talk about dog food is Heather McKay, who is a brand manager with Nutrim. Welcome to Dog Talk, Heather. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, Heather, so now you know that my dogs aren't pooping too much on Nutrim. It's a great little segue into the topic of dog food, isn't it? Absolutely. What's the whistle? You know, because I, I'm telling you, a couple of clients of mine just last week were asking me if it's normal that their one-year-old dog, you know, defecate about seven, eight times a day. I said, well, you must be feeding the wrong kibble or perhaps you're giving too many treats or maybe the wrong treats. So uh, it turned out that they were feeding a a particular brand of kibble that uh, I really would never recommend. Mm-hmm. So I encourage them, they need to get down to, and they live in Welland, so they need to get down to the Pet Food Outlet and visit our good friend, Mr. Tim Goss, at the Pet Food Outlet, located 824 Ontario Road, and they need to give serious consideration about getting their dog on the Nutrim brand. And so they did, and uh, things are going well so far. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. So uh, tell us about Nutrim. And, and if you were to say in your words, Heather, why would Nutrim be, let's say, a better brand than some of the other brands that are on the market, in, in your opinion? Sure. And it's a great question. I mean, this day and age, there's a lot of great brands on the market. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about Nutrim and our history. So Nutrim is a Canadian family-owned pet food company. Nice. It's actually been around for 26 years this year. So we have quite the history here in Ontario. That we deserves a round of applause. What do you think, Patrick? I, I'll put my paws together for that one. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah, Canadian yeah. company and made in Canada. And uh, 27 years, did you say? Almost, yep. Almost. Going on. Yeah. Uh, so excellent. Congratulations. We're actually, thank you. Thank you very much. We're actually just a hop, skip, and a jump over from Niagara Falls. We are based in Elmira, Ontario, where we make all our recipes right here locally. So just two hours away. Yeah. Yeah, and we, you know, we actually are so proud of supporting Canadian businesses. So we source all of our ingredients where we can from local Canadian farmers, um, and we actually only sell to Canadian-owned pet food retailers as well. So we're very proud to be Canadian ourselves, but we're very proud to also have Canadian partners. Um, so we're Canadian through and through in that sense. I love it. Yeah. Do you have the? So you don't have the Canadian flag on the uh, the bag, do you? Or do I have to open did. my eyes? It's, 
It's a, it's a little one. It's right down there, but it sure is there. I'll so. put on my glasses. I thought yeah. you would. I thought you would do that. Uh, but as I said, my, my uh, Labrador Retriever's eating it. Uh, the Chihuahua is eating it. So it's it's a very, di- I don't know if you want to use the term diversified sort of recipe that is filling the needs of the different size dogs, the different breeds of dogs. Good yeah, stuff. We- we pretty much have a recipe for every pet, you know, different sizes, different ages, whether it's everyday wellness or, you know, special nutritional needs like weight control or sensitivities. Um, but we're, we look for natural solutions to everyday issues. So all of our ingredients are all natural. Our meats are grown without the use of hormones or antibiotics. Um, so we're very cognizant, I guess you could say, of the fact that we want a natural solution for everyday wellness. Yeah. Excellent. And tell our listeners, I mean, we know that we can pick up a bag of of, uh, of the, the Nutrim Pet brand food at our good friends, the Pet Food Outlet at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Uh, but talk a little bit about the, the distribution in the sense of where, where can people purchase uh, the, the Nutrim brand uh, food? I mean, we know we can go to the Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. They carry it. They sure do. Yeah. Is there any other places that you wanted to mention? Yeah, you know what? We actually are sold all throughout Canada and not just Canada. We're sold in over 30 countries worldwide, but um, we, we choose to select our Canadian-owned retailer uh, partners right in Canada. Huge so, distribution. Know, us. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we're proud to be able to support uh, Canadian retailers and you know, our con- recipes are trusted in countries worldwide, but you know, right in our own backyard, we'll choose the Canadian independent stores as our retail partners. When I took a piece of the Neutrum kibble out of the bag Mm -hmm. and I dropped it into a glass of water and left it there for about 90 minutes, it really didn't expand that much. I have done this test with other kibbles and I have seen expansion where it'll blow up like three, four times the size, almost like there's just too many fillers in it. Yeah, and that's certainly something we pay special attention to. You know, we choose our ingredients very carefully, and we add each ingredient for their nutritional value. So, you know, we choose not to uh, fill our recipes with the fillers, as you might say. Um, You know, we believe you are what you eat, and we believe that you are what you absorb. So by putting the most nutritious ingredients we can into our recipes, you know, the body's better able to utilize that nutrition they're receiving. Can you give my listeners a little advice about reading a pet food label? Absolutely. I think the easiest thing that I would recommend doing is to read it as if you're feeding your own family. You know, read it as a grocery list. Can you understand the ingredients that are in the label? Is it something you would choose to feed your family? Um, Or are there ingredients that you don't understand or can't pronounce? So, you know, usually the cleanest labels are generally the most natural and the most, you know, I guess, cognizant of the fact that you want to feed something natural that you'd feed your family and pets are family. So we absolutely want to feed them like our own. Are there any specific ingredients that you could say to uh, us on our show right now as we are live here that people should really make sure that uh, those ingredients don't pop up on a label or is that going to kind of shoot yourself? uh? (laughs) 
No, no. I can certainly say some that we never include, actually. So we don't include corn, potato, uh, tapioca, soy, wheat, all of which, you know, don't deliver as much nutritional value as, say, blueberries, cranberries, flaxseed, carrots. Um, So we look for nutrition added in wholesome ingredients there uh, versus fillers that, like you said, you know, produce more backyard waste than, you know, foods that I guess have a little bit more well-rounded recipes or ingredient uh, panels there. Yeah, yeah. And what about protein? Can you talk to us about protein level uh, for a dog? So let's say you've got a dog, let's say Labrador Retriever, let's say the dog is two years old um, and they're feeding the Nutrim. What what kind of protein level would they expect to, to see on the label? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, protein is something that often gets overlooked. Uh, You know, people are, I think, told that they need to feed high protein, high fresh meat. And we actually believe in moderate protein and moderate fresh meat uh, because most family pets are just like you and I. You know, they they may have active lifestyles, but it's not their everyday, you know, exercising one to two hours a day is generally what we consider a typical household pet. And if they have too much protein in their diet that their body's not utilizing, it'll often get turned into to fat, which leads to, of course, excess weight gain and such. So we do suggest for the average pet to, you know, maintain your protein between 24 to 28%. Um, and once you start hitting that 30s, that gets a little bit high for the everyday pet that's not overly active. And of course, you're going to see pets that, uh, you know, have maybe a working job or using a little more calories in the day. And those are the pets that typically benefit more so from a higher protein recipe. Um, But we're very proud to have a couple recipes for each, you know, fitness and active lifestyle need. Uh, But generally, moderate protein is our suggestion for the everyday pet. Good to know. Good to know. And talk, can you tell us a little bit about the fat? Yes, absolutely. And fat's right in there in line with the protein in terms of weight gain and maintaining your average weight. Um, So for our adult recipe, typically you'd see between 15 to 17% fat content. Um, And the same thing goes, you get too high of a fat level in there and there's a chance of weight gain. Uh, So for your average pet that isn't using those extra calories from the fat, we do recommend a moderate fat content as well. What is the shelf life of of a bag of kibble from Nutrim? That's a great question. It's 16 months right from the production date, um, and we don't use any artificial preservatives. So we use rosemary and mixed acophorals, which are a source of vitamin E as an all-natural preservative. I'm so happy to hear that because, as you know, uh, with the history of dog food, there have been many companies over the years, uh, and I'm not sure if there are any nowadays, but years ago I remember there were a lot of dog food companies that contained, uh, the dog food contained ethoxyquin. Yes. Which is embalming fluid for people. Yes, it's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, so by putting the ethoxyquin in the kibble, it would have greater shelf life, uh, and that was the objective. A lot of dog treats contained uh, ethoxyquin, and you're using an all-natural preservative. We are, The vitamin yeah. E base. Uh, Absolutely. Excellent. So there's nothing bad in there. No, no, we don't even let it on our in our facilities. So, you know, we're very proud to produce a natural product there. And, you know, we I feed my own dog's Nutrim as well, of course. So, you know, I wouldn't feed it myself if I didn't truly believe in the quality of the product. Now, what about regulations for dog food, let's say, in Canada? Uh, listeners want to know, are there any? Is there some guideline? Uh, a lot of people are under the impression it's very loosey-goosey. Can you tell us anything about uh, sort of a health standard or regulation for dog food in Canada? 
That's a great question. And you know what? Unfortunately, uh, companies that produce their products right locally in Canada uh, don't have too many regulations to abide by. However, you know, we ship our same recipe to over 30 countries worldwide. So, you know, one of the most recognized bodies would be AFCO, which is governed by the FDA. And of course, that oversees the USA, as well as FDF, which is the European regulation body. And so, of course, that oversees all the European countries. Uh, so for some brands, you know, abiding to an international standard actually speaks a lot more than Canadian standards themselves. Um, but unfortunately, there aren't too many standards in place for companies that are produced locally and, you know, not shipped externally as well. Do you think Canada. there should be? I do. I absolutely do. I mean, there's standards on, you know, every kind of food for humans. And I think that pets, you know, nutritionally, their standards are probably a little stricter worldwide. Uh, so I'd love to see that come to Canada as well. Yeah, right on. Uh, we want you to stay with us uh, right up until uh, the, the end of our show, which will be 8 p.m. So if you could just uh, wait patiently in the uh, the green room, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll continue our conversation with Heather McKay. She's brand manager of Nutrum. She loves animals, a super honest person, and uh, she's telling us all about the Nutrum brand of kibble, which I feed my chihuahua and my Labrador retriever, and I recommend Nutrum to all of my my clients at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. All the dogs are doing great on it. We're going to continue our conversation uh, about Nutrum Pet Food, but we're going to slide in another contest. It's your chance to win a $300, that's right, a $300 10-week dog obedience group course compliments of the very nice people down at Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls. So it's a $300 gift certificate compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy for the 10-week group obedience course. Are you ready? Here is your question. An adult male dog that is capable of reproduction is called what? An adult Male dog capable of reproduction is called what? Are you ready? Here's your hint. The, the answer is one word answer. It starts with a letter S, as in like Sally, right? Not F, but S. Call now, 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. And tell us if you know the answer. An adult male dog capable of reproduction is called what? Starts with the letter S. And you will win a $300 10-week novice dog obedience group course compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. We'll take a short break. We'll come back with more dog talk on 610 CKTB with me, Dave McMahon, right after this. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. Call 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-CKTB and pound 610. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I am giving away 
free dog training. That's right, a $300 10-week group novice dog obedience course compliments of my dog training academy called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Skill testing question, adult male dog is capable of reproduction is called what? Starts the letter S. Uh, some people think the questions are too easy. Well, you know what? It's a short show, right? By the time you throw a few dozen commercials in, the whole hour goes fairly quickly. Let's uh, let's head down to uh, Nancy in uh, St. Catharines. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Hi. Hi, How Nancy. You, you want to take a stab at it? What is your uh, guess? Stud. You got it. Stud. You got it. That's what the dog. He's not a dud. He's not a dud. He's a stud because he has his testicles and he can reproduce. Yep. So he's a stud dog. You got it. You just won $300 10-week group obedience course compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy, which means we're going to train you to train your dog. Oh, well, my dog, Tig, will love that. What breed of dog do you have, Nancy? Um, I call it a taco terrier. It's part chihuahua and part um, terrier. Right on. Russell, so. Well, oh, Nancy, taco terrier. <laughs> Nancy, I look forward to training you to train okay. your dog. That sounds good. Congratulations, uh, and please stay on the line because Patrick is going to take your information down, and then we'll be uh, explaining how you're going to claim your prize. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening. Ciao. All right, so we continue our conversation with Heather McKay from Nutrum Pet Products. That's Nutrum Pet Products. Hi, Heather. Hi. Is there a YouTube channel that uh, you might want to bring to the attention uh, of our listeners or a uh, website that you want to direct the listeners to? Yeah, for sure. So our website is www.nutram.com. And it's full of a lot of great information on our site. Um, if you click on your Nutrim number, there's a short six-question survey, and it'll actually recommend a recipe based on what you've put in for your pet, such as, you know, species, of course, dog or cat, any special nutritional needs, their size, and it'll recommend a recipe for their needs right on the site there for you. Heather, thanks for joining us on Dog Talk. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. You have yourself a doggone great night, Heather. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. That was Heather McKay from Nutrum. Please check out the website for Nutrum. I'm feeding it to my Chihuahua, my Labrador Retriever. They're doing great. You could pick up the Nutrum dog food at the Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. That's where you can go to pick up your Nutrum food. And tell them Dave the Dog Man sent you. Good night.